0: Morning, 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 Blue Jays fans. Craig Borden here with you I'm J Bird Watching Gamecast. So wonderful things for the Blue Jays offense and a sweep over the Orioles over the weekend. Great things happening for the Blue Jays. And this is what I we expected for more of this team after what a was an incredible start to this season. And it looked like they got back to form a little bit. Yes, it was against the Baltimore Orioles, but we'll get more into that um, as far as things goes. There's some cool stats that might actually be a little bit more encouraging than uh, the fact that we just beat the last place team of the American League East. So, anyways, let's dive into the fun over the weekend here. As the Blue Jays, like I said, picked up the sweep in a 13-3 to win yesterday. They are now getting, inching ever so closely to 500, you know. Ever so slowly, but um, they are now 30 and 35 after they knocked down the Orioles for the fourth straight game. Um, it was a great outing. There's, there's really nothing bad to say about this outing. Marco Estrada. I guess if you were really looking for something to dig into the stat line for, he gave up two home runs, but those were the only two hits that he, or two runs they allowed. He only allowed four hits. So Marco Estrada picks up his third win of the season. Six innings pitched. Four hits, as I mentioned, one walk, two earned runs, but he struck out nine. I don't care what was going on with a couple of those pitches that went over the wall, but nine strikeouts is insanely good for him. He's not known as a strikeout guy, so seeing him get back to form and dance the ball around the strike zone and changing speeds was very encouraging yesterday. So, But the story of the game was the Blue Jays' offense and how they just completely came out of the box yesterday to destroy the Baltimore Orioles pitchers. Alex Cobb was on the mound for the Blue for the uh, Orioles, and he just got lit up like a Christmas tree in his three and a two-thirds of innings. 11 hits and nine earned runs as the Blue Jays tallied two home runs and just completely dusted them through those innings. So leading the offense, leadoff hitter and designated hitter, Gr- the Grandy Man, Curtis Granderson, had four hits in this one and, went and uh, picked up six RBIs, which is a brand-new career high for him. He had a three-run home run in the fourth inning. He also had a pair of doubles, just completely raking in runs. And uh, as I mentioned, that is a brand-new career high for him. His previous was five. Going through this lineup, though, everybody reached base except for pinch hitter Luke, May- well, Luke Bailey came in defensively. He didn't get it at bat, so all the hitters in this one, reached base in some way or fashion, and seven of them had multi-hit games. So in the midst of all that fun and performance, there was tons of good things going on in this game. And then I have to even mention that Kendris Morales continues to trend upward with another home run, his solo home run in the third, um, put the Blue Jays ahead by a pair, and the offense has kept going from there. I guess they figured if Kendris Morales can get hits, the rest of us should be hitting too. Morales ended up going two for five in this one with the home run. Chris Granderson, as I mentioned, had a home run, and so did Teoscar Hernandez. That was his tenth of the season as he went two for five. He also scored a run or another run, additional to the two-run home run. Kevin Pillar continues to be probably the most consistent hitter in the Toronto Blue Jays lineup. Another 2-for-5 performance for him with a home run. And that is his seventh of the season, a solo shot in the fifth inning. And Pillar has just been one of the very few bright spots in this lineup as far as consistency goes. But of late, he has been fading as his batting average has dropped from around the three hundred line to two sixty-six. Um... And he is currently leading the Blue Jays, I believe, in that category with that bat- batting average, followed sh- quick shortly by Teoscar is 260. So, Joe Biagini would get in an inning of work in this one, allowed another earned run, his 8.3 point point range. And it. This game being a blowout wasn't too big a deal, but watching him try to eat up innings in the bullpen right now has not been working. I think he needs to simplify his approach, Work on and uh, just out. Tim Mazo would come, things would strike out a batter. So, as far as things I mentioned that were um, good notes for your Toronto Blue Jays in this one, uh, this was the series that the most hits in recent memory that the Blue Jays have collected. And I think this is where it shows that they really were uh, all over the Blue multiple the or hopefully, this is a good sign that they're going to just continue to be locked in at the plate. This is the most hits they have a 48 series. Two thousand eight. fifty-six in this series against us. Um, one other thing I had mentioned because of the weekend period. Reach got and notice because he's been since he's come back from DL. the DL. Great performance from him yesterday, one RBI in two. and two, he's been three of those. So keep an eye on him. He's a So all sorts of good things for the Toronto Blue Jays. And uh, they're gonna have the T they're gonna to travel to uh see on the to place to have to start the circuit the pistol. Uh basement arrow and recruited- swept- supposed <superstitions-3> <Brown-3> right- to fix the breakouts, it has a four and two record. And looking at the preview here, the Blue Jays have not really faced him too often. They haven't haven't hit yet. I know it's only a couple of bats, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully the offspring from last night and keeps that roll that they've been on so far. So now we'll head down to the farm as we talk uh, Buffalo Bisons baseball here on the morning mash, as we always do. We do give you all your minor league news here as long as your Toronto Blue Jays fun. The uh, Buffalo Bisons picked up two in this one as they swept the doubleheader against the Columbus Clippers on Sunday. Now twenty eight and twenty five. The uh, Buffalo Bisons went and ran away with game one with a nine to one victory in seven innings and plenty of offense. Loris Guriel Jr. hit his fourth home run of the season, a three run shot that uh kind of got the offense going in the third. And then they were able to build off of that. So, three so <laughs> Felt like getting in on the home run hit parade, and this one was just a seventh and <laughs> shot. He's not one incredible, solid season defense. time, until he's gonna be a record. On the mound, one one run. Uh, so this is the uh, dominant verse that we, many of us have been waiting to see, and I'm very excited to see that he had a great. It's <laughs> for his time with the, the AAA Buffalo. Bison. Moving on to game two, yeah, took another one in a highest so game offensive <laughs> to one in eight. The Buffalo Bisons. Uh, had head <laughs> the six 8 work. Six out three. Justin Shiko gets in the three. Three. and this is to save as a Buffalo Bison. So on offense, Daryl's we got the go and was bisons day. And that came in the second inning as they went ahead at the time, one and nothing. And then it would no, nothing would happen. It was just t- That's all the bisons would need a game too. Moving right along oh, New Hampshire Fish Cats. Oops, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong box score apparently. Uh, no 37 and 25 with a o- over the uh, the loading of oh. the phone. So for the New Hampshire Fisher-Cats and their win, it was a, speed was the name of the game in this one. Plenty of doubles, but um, lots and lots and lots of stolen bases. As John Birdie picks up a pair, Bo Bichette picks up three stolen bases to have 20 on his, on the action. So this was just one of those games where we saw something in the uh, starter for the the Bowie uh, base. and just could not. Helped them. They had to keep running all over them, and that led to seven runs on 14 hits. Then that also, all that speed creates plenty of errors as everybody's paying attention to the uh, base runners. And scored a double. So, and This really lately. Oh, the big this one again, another double is his 13th of the season. And just another pair of RBIs from him, which seems to be regular size of the guys on the season. And As well picked up his 7th double of the season. I think the big thing with him is so far is he's been catching more for the first time in a long time, and it's just when one, he's focusing his uh, daily routine on catching, which is exciting to see. Very encouraging to see him playing a solid catcher and uh, training Justin Dillian went up uh, the win in this one. Went out of the land where the previous one. was this one to the Fort Wayne Tin Caps 15, um, the the. 24 record after this loss, but this one kind of hurt and they hit them where uh, they're one to be. Um, the offense was held down in the submission in this one, where they allowed just and they were able to just scrape in four hits. But Maximo cuts uh, up the season after just three eight uh, strikeouts as well. The Lansing Lugnuts it did not improve. Uh, a, and <laughs> of course, to that, the rest of the 10 caps just kind of marched all over the pitching staff. Home run allowed. But the offense just couldn't to keep in this one remotely even close as the Lansing Lugnuts were not just shut out but dominated. But hopefully, after a uh, one, we ended up doing And a lot of so these, we just one that not expecting. So, anyways. That is your minor league recap here on the morning mash as part of the Jaybird watching Gamecast. Like I said, we got some exciting new things we're planning and plotting here at the moment, along with our live shows. We're hoping to have maybe another one this weekend. I'm waiting on some people to see if we're going to have guests or if it's going to be just me talking this weekend. We'll see. Uh, but anyways, make sure you hit those subscribe buttons all over the internet. They're on a couple of new places at the moment. We also have our first sponsor, for the Jaybird Watching Gamecast. Seat Giant in Canada is now part of, or at least profiting up our show. And if you want to get seats at a little bit of a discount, you can uh, jump in and use the code JAYBIRD. And that's all one word. J-A-Y-B-I-R-D. And you can get a small discount on your tickets on seatgiant.ca, everybody. so. Enjoy it. You know, I'm glad that you were getting enough notice on this show that we're even having a conversation with possible sponsors. So hit up seatgiant.ca for all your ticket needs and hopefully for some Blue Jays fun. Anyways, I hope you all enjoy. The Blue Jays uh, have been winning. It's been fun to watch. It looks like they've found the offense, and some of this pitching that we expected to be really good is finally starting to figure things out. Marco Estrada looked normal. Or at least as normal as what we would expect uh, yesterday. And hopefully we'll just keep going. I'm excited to watch Sam Gaviglio play a team like the Rays tonight and see how he does. I'm very encouraged by what I have been seeing from him and only continue to want to see more. Anyways, as I mentioned, hit those subscribe buttons. Hit us up on Twitter. If you want to chit-chat, we're always up for a ready. And on that one, and go Blue Jays.